Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bounty Buddies, the book of Boba Fett. I am Tim, your, <laughs> uh, one of your co-hosts this week, uh, Tim Lanning, and joining me as always is Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. Jane Ritt. Hey, everybody. And Omar Najam, welcome. Hello, how's it going, everybody? Doing great. great. Uh, this is your, your first appearance. Tell everyone hello again. And, um, and, well, no, you don't tell them hello. Audience, you say hello to whatever you're listening to. Audience, say hello. Say hello. Be nice. Oh, yeah, uh, but thank Omar, you. Tell, wow. tell the, the wonderful folks listening a little bit about yourself. Uh, hey, everybody, again. Um, <laughs> I'm Omar. <laughs> I am a, a big old nerd uh, that loves to do filmmaking stuff and uh, improv and writing and all the things. I was one of those kids that grew up with the re-release of Star Wars in theaters um, yeah. before they touched up and changed a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so 100%, like some of my earliest memories are being in my backyard in the Bay Area um, swinging a broomstick that we were like, this is a lightsaber at plastic <laughs> bottles. <laughs> we were like, this is the closest that we can get to wait, having force powers. Wait, are you, are you the Star Wars kid? From the hit <laughs> video, is that you? I um, I'm trying to reinvent myself a little bit. So as much as I do want to answer that question honestly, gotcha. I will say no. That guy's um, <laughs> You've been advised by your lawyers to distance yourself from the Star Wars. Didn't that persona. kid so, yeah. become a lawyer who like defends people against online bullying? Oh wow. wait, really? I th- I want to say yes. Okay, I, I will if that's it. not true, well, I won't know because I'm never going to look it up. But I, I want to true, believe that that's, uh, that that's the truth and not just something that your writer mind has conjured due to the great foreshadowing that it provides. That is... Omar, what was, uh, did you uh, watch uh, Mandalorian? And I... what were your general vibes on that? I did. I did. Because I, that was when we all couldn't leave and yes. do anything. And so my roommate and I at the time were just like, we're so depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then like Mandalorian came out and just every week we got to like watch a new thing. And it was Mm -hmm. so exciting putting up like the surround town speakers. I live in like a... Like a small apartment, so I have to like pull the speakers out <laughs> yep. every time I watch like a thing. And uh, I also love westerns. My dad is a big mm. western dude. He's cool. a British man, so like for him, he's just like, oh, the West, it's the greatest frontier. And you're like, all right, calm down, sir. <laughs> so but um, so it, having like a western show was also very validating because I don't know. I've always been like, I love westerns, and people are just, nah, I don't know about that, man. Like, they're kind of boring and stuff. And so for yeah. Mandalorian to come out and for everyone to be obsessed with it, I'm like, welcome. Yes. Thank you for understanding now yeah. um, the potential. Uh, so, yeah, I had a real good time with Mando. Awesome. What about your 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 thoughts on the first two episodes of The Book of Boba Fett? It is so Okay, in general, I'm going to say it's fascinating to see the prequel stuff being folded in yeah. now and being becoming so canonical. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that it was like a canonical before, but like when those came out, I was just like, how does this work? Like, yeah. how, wait, hold on. <laughs> and like going back to the original trilogy and being like, wait, so hold on. So they're all, hold on. Yeah. And uh, so... It's just fascinating, but it's also really interesting because uh, I don't, I don't, I, for the first two, I have no idea what's happening, like where it's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Um, and so, but we got to this episode, and I feel like it all kind of clicked into place. So now we <laughs> did, yeah. well, did it. Okay. Well, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, now I think legally it did. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, um, I did not just make that up. He is a lawyer. Star Wars okay. kid. Hey. Um, yeah. He does. Good for he's Star president Wars kid. of some like um, heritage conservative. Uh, not conservative, like politically conservative, like oh, conservation. I was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> like conservation. But also, oh, he does yeah. it does make a point to say he does also do a lot of work in helping victims of cyberbullying. He apparently won that some is... settlement though too from suing like the 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 families of the three kids who like posted it online originally his really? video or something. Yeah, holy smokes! So that was that's funny. Well, there you go. Good for them. Speaking of um, Star Wars. Yeah, what was everyone's general thoughts on this episode? I thought it was bad. (laughs) I knew it. I knew knew Tim would say it. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. I thought it was really weird. And, you know, Joe Rogan's in the news a lot. So it was really nice to see a Joe Rogan-esque figure get thrown around by a Wookiee. That was fun. Uh, (laughs) You know, uh, my girl Natalie from Yellow Jackets was in it. I liked that. It's yeah. just, it, it, it maintains it's extremely weird. Vibes. It's very, yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is. I feel like I'm all usually very much on the get benefit of the doubt apologetic side. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Me first too. episode. I'm like, I can't decide if this is like the good or terrible sucks. or what. So like, <laughs> it's objectively bad. So and, and whether your opinions on Vespas, you know, whatever, it's like the chase scene didn't work. And that's what it ended on. So it was kind of like, uh, what just happened? I remain um, supportive of the overall premise, let's say. Um, you know, <laughs> those first two episodes, I was I was very entertained. I was like, where is this going? You know, they appear to be positioning him as as more of a sheriff than like a traditional crime boss. Yeah. So they're, right. they're playing with the tropes. And I think that says something interesting about authority that like, we don't really want to root for a sheriff, but we can root right. for like a crime boss who just right. happens to also provide like quest support <laughs> for, for the local <laughs> yeah. community. Yeah. That's a great uh, point. This, <laughs> this episode um, had several choices in it that I found like creatively, spiritually and socially um, uh, abhorrent. <laughs> <laughs> like and incompatible with my understanding of how storytelling should work in oh what a perfect way to say it yeah the, i was just staring at this and i was like is this covid's fault is this so weird because of covid so What's i happening? this has to be a backdoor pilot that's the only Ooh, way that's, that's the a great only point. way that the the power rangers um make any sense uh, but how <laughs> we'll talk okay um because I want to talk about that. The show continues, though. The, the These Favreau Star Wars shows, though, the two, mm-hmm. two seasons of Mandalorian yeah. in this show, they, for the most part, look great. They look gorgeous. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Sound is great. Uh, Ludwig Garnson is killing it with these scores. Incredible, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the acting for the most part is is good and solid. You know, we get we'll get we get to our favorite Weasley Major Domo again, who's mm-hmm. becoming the breakout character, I feel like, of this so of this show. So good. Um it if there's an area and we'll talk about it because it's the plot, and we're gonna do a beat by beat recap here. The writing is man. The writing's bad. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the choices. There's a few lines. I'm like, I will agree. There are a few lines in this episode in particular. I'm like, that that is that is objectively not 
good. No. Yeah. Yeah. Writer, hold your hand out. Your keyboard, your typing hands. I'm gonna smack it. No, yeah. bad. <laughs> to, to, from my perspective, in in the Star Wars TV shows, it is almost fine if the dialogue isn't great, provided that it isn't great in an understated way. Like right. that, I am okay with. But this, it was the story that, like, mm. I don't think there are ways that you could package the dialogue around the events that happened and the aesthetic. <laughs> associated with the events in a way that like like you you can't you can't have you and mcgregor come in and like weirdly make some of it compelling even though it makes no sense like oh, there's God. there's nothing that anyone could do <laughs> I think yeah to... no that's actually a great point we don't really have that character in the show yet you know because no. right boba and finnick are too similar right like Boba's kind of a himbo. Finnick is kind of your 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 Han Solo like, um, and we we sort of need uh, a dast. I don't know, not a dast. Finnick is dastardly, but she's they don't give her a lot to do. They both have really so low affect. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. a really good way to say it. Which would be fine, but okay, I think. Um... Let's let's start with this story. I have a million things to say, so yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll go beat by beat, Good. and that'll give us yeah. jumping off points for the conversation. So there's, there's some structure to this. Okay, so we open again as a, with a shot of the exterior of the castle, and we see uh, a Bomar monk first and foremost. What the fuck are you, did you say to me? A, bo- a Bomar. That's the, the potion <laughs> spider. The spider that looks like oh, it's the carrying a potion. Thing. That's actually uh-huh. uh, a monk. Who the whole thing is? They try to. D- d- what? A Bomar monk, they de- try to uh, divorce themselves of all physical sensations, so they remove their brains from their bodies, put them You're fucking lying. in that like ball of potion underneath the, the robot spider is a brain no. in like nutrient solution. Ew. So the, the spider body is purely transport, and the whole point is the what? brain exists in this nutrient goo, and it's I, th- I think it has something to do with achieving higher state of consciousness or enlightenment by what? completely removing all physical sensation from your life, your existence. No. So you can just think, essentially. There is no way that George Lucas was making Return of the Jedi. He's like, that's a monk. Go look. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's spelled <laughs> the way I have it there. There was yeah. a lot of cocaine in the 80s. So. It is the opposite of Twitter. Like, that is like, yeah. such, <laughs> like uh, uh, an alien concept of just like, all right, I'm going to focus on brain now. I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what that's like anymore. <laughs> To your point, Tim, yeah, it is It is weird. Why are they hanging around here? Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi. Like... And, and <laughs> yeah. There's so many bad vibes. You know, I guess that's a good point. Like, it, it's not impressive to put yourself and be a hermit in order to achieve uh, Zen enlightenment in your, your goo ball. Uh, in order to disconnect, you got to really give yourself the hard mode. You got to throw yourself into a rowdy zone where people are dancing. There's boobs. Yeah. There's a yes. big blue guy. People are squealing like piggies. And if you can maintain like aesthetic zen there, then you can do it anywhere. So I, uh, yeah. I, I gave it up for this Boromar monk who is apparently a, a character and a creature that exists. This is yeah. the New York, New York Tootsie of, <laughs> of monk yeah. challenges. Yeah. yeah. And, and I gotta say, as someone who has uh, recently quit Twitter, um, mm-hmm. it, like, it feels a lot like taking your brain out and, like, removing <laughs> it and putting it in a, in a dull nutrient slurry where you don't get any of the stimulation anymore. But it's worth it, those Tatooine sunsets, you know? That's so true. 
Uh, well, thank talk, you, Pat, for writing that word down. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I was just like, this episode has a lot of those things I was kind of rolling my eyes at. Uh, the first two is like, here's that thing. Like, there's the fucking frog guy that burps. And I, I had a couple beers last night because we have the day off. So you got to drink a little bit, right? Uh, <laughs> to properly celebrate the legacy of Martin Luther King. Uh, and uh, I uh, just started laughing. You know, when it's like, hey, there's a reference. Uh, I'm giggling. Let's have a, we're having a good time. <laughs> it is weird that they have the bullfrog thing like multiple times because they yeah. did it like the yeah. first episode. It's like, I get it. Okay. The one time I, was I like, get it. I get it. Okay. I get hashtag it. reference. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah. So so then we go inside and um, as a, you know, Matt Berry, the torture bot, whose, whose name is apparently 8D8, which I was like, Hey, what is he? A fifth level Kona cold spell? Eighty <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, eight is a great name. Um, I love Matt Berry Torture Robot. Uh, he's a a treat in his delivery. Um, yeah, and also his assumption that uh, that Boba would not want to even hear Jabba's name. Um, because yeah. uh, he would find it sort of offensive, or no, yeah. was it Bib Fortuna? Uh, Bib Fortuna's name. It was Jabba, I think. Oh, it was Jabba. It was Jabba. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just it's th- like Bib was such a bitch he couldn't handle it. So. That's yeah. that's basically what we learned. Um, yeah. I do find it interesting how uh, the the characterization of Boba is shaped almost less by what he does than by how he doesn't do what everyone expects him to. Mm. Like, like he doesn't fly off the handle whenever somebody mentions Jabba. He doesn't Mm -hmm. actually feed people to the Rancor. He doesn't have the litter, which I think is good because he is giving a very, like, I I don't think that his performance is one of the issues with this episode at all. I think he is pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, but he's doing what he's asked to do. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, I think it's really smart to continue to use the negative space around his character because he's not, like, emoting a lot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But um, that kind of goes to say sort of what I was kind of um, wondering about is, like, why is he doing this? <laughs> yeah. Because so so much of, like, what, you know, you're, you're absolutely correct. So much of what we learn about sort of his vibe is through him doing things differently. And he's never, like... You know, ah, fuck it. I grew up and I was a clone and I had no friends and I know how hard it can be to pick up your dad's yeah. head inside of a. a, a it's not. A we talked about this. <laughs> the shadow, yeah. right? The sh- yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, so without getting too far ahead of ourselves, I suspect that this episode was actually an attempt to explain why his behavior has changed so much um, in a way that I really hate. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I, but there's a little they're kind of exploited. We'll, we'll talk about that in that moment. Yeah. I think you're talking about, but I almost am going to double down on the thing I thought in moment thought of as we were talking last the theory yeah. that like you're to your point. Why is he doing this? Why doesn't he just be go back to being a bounty hunter, a mercenary? He's got Fennec in his corner. They could probably do some real if, if all they have to worry about is the two of them. They could probably have it carve out a decent little niche for themselves. And yeah. You know, lower, much lower operating expenses to cover than running a crime syndicate. <laughs> the operating expenses, gang. Come on. But maybe it really is. Maybe it's specifically he's trying to 
I don't know, save Tatooine because he yeah. found yeah. he found this like little oasis of like peace and inner inner peace and tranquility and a li- and his first in his life fa- yeah. some kind of familial bond and then that yeah. was taken from him. He almost yeah. feels like an empty nester. Like he's just walking around yes. being like, what do I do with myself now? Yeah, I retired <laughs> like, and I could build a boat or get into right. trains. <laughs> tell you what, I'm going to be the daimyo of Tatooine. And part of my problem <laughs> is that we've never, ever had anything positive said to us about Tatooine from a Star Wars media property, right? right. Tatooine sucks. The people on it do their best, but every single, like, vibe of Tatooine is it's so bad so to me he hasn't said this planet is dog shit I killed a lot of people and put and sold them into slavery or whatever I I'm a bad guy you know I I watch a lot of anime and anime tends to uh overly tell instead of show Mm -hmm. and I'm not getting either from uh this program so far i uh, i think he's just on tatooine because that's where we meet boba fett we don't need boba fett tatooine but he he should take over bespin now that's what i think he should do he should take over bespin uh no i i don't i just don't i have no idea why he's on tatooine other than that looks cool yeah omar how have you found his characterization so far it's all it's so fascinating okay so boba fett was originally introduced in the holiday special is that right Wait, oh. was that like as, as animated like the first time we see this Boy. character like ever i need to watch the special on plus uh did that come up before <laughs> empire the one with like light day I life believe... day the ewoks right i believe all of that's the... before empire i might be wrong i, there's, like, that I huge gap. do not remember it could flag down my husband the star wars holiday <laughs> special it came out in 78 so i think that was before yeah and empire strikes back was 80 yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, like, i always forget that it's the, like the fact that there's like this iconic character that like the meta ness of it is is so fascinating because yeah. you're like all right let's get under the helmet after all of this happens after he pulls himself out of the star like pit mm-hmm. what is this dude like and they're like you know he's kind of like a dad he's yeah kinda, dude. <laughs> you know like I, he's a guy I really, I really dig I love how tired how hard it it legitimately seems to run a crime syndicate yeah on Tatooine. To the point where I'm like, like the original trilogy is so um, rich with like archetypes. You just get everything. Mm-hmm. Like when you meet Jabba, you don't need to know the whole thing right, of Jabba. Right. You're just like, oh damn, that's like a godfather. You right. know, like I don't yes. need to know how he got there. I just yes. know this is bad news bears. Um, and then now we have to get into the nitty gritty where it's like, all right, let's form it. And he's like, I gotta walk to every place. It's like, it's like re- when you play Red Dead One, you're like, damn, I'm a cowboy. And Red Dead Two, they're like, you better go walk to the saloon. And you're like, it takes <laughs> half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like, my body is heavy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you didn't reload. You're like, oh, where am I gonna go? Yeah. Find anything. There's like, blood everywhere. Yeah, it's cold. These beans, you can't open the can. You're like, I can't. I don't know how. <laughs> you're right. Like, I love the, like, when, what was it, was it episode one where, like, the uh, assassins with the shields pop up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, and there's just a moment where he's like, Fennec, can you do it? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, the beginning of this is so that, where it's just like, 8D8 is like, here's here's all the things you need to do. And he's like, oh, God, it's a fucking... (laughs) 
Yeah, it's, 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 describing no him as here. a dad is is such a good explanation, and it's really interesting because I don't know who his kids would be, and <laughs> I I I I'm almost wondering, did our good friends Star Wars take the wrong note from the the show Mandalorian? Right, Mandalorian mm-hmm. rocks because it's you know old guy, old wolf and young cub trope. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. we're a big fan of tropes in the, in the show, and. I, the trope of a uh, retired dad, <laughs> while hilarious, <laughs> um, it, uh, it, 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 in a lot of media, typically has this like old shitty white guy who who's trying to make himself better, and you're supposed to um, feel for him. I mean, obviously, yeah. Tamora Morrison is not white, uh, so we got to give uh, props there. But it's very much that energy. And, you know, fast forward even to the Rancor bit. It's like when the dad gets a dog. And yeah. it's like, oh, the, he has no he has no energy for anything else. But then he finally gets this mutt yeah. uh, for the kids, and he takes care of it himself. After saying, when the kids were at home, they couldn't have a dog. Right. And, then, and yep. then they, like, went to college. Maybe, like, one still in college. Two are kind of like, you know, young adults living life. Yeah. And then... And it's like you got a dog you hate dogs <laughs> we always wanted a yeah. dog like, it's, it's interesting it kind of creates it, it like makes me wonder like did boba ever really like being a bounty hunter or was he just like yeah. good at it so and right. he just kind of like does what he feels like with whatever's around him while like slowly developing this moral code that he tries right. to he does seem he does seem uncomfortable with um, <laughs> extreme inequity, yeah, you know, yeah. as one does who, who who has a ship called Slave. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> my new lore is that he bought that ship and he was too awkward to rename it. Yes, so was he was dad. just trying to figure out how to not yeah. be canceled. Well, and, and one <laughs> of the ma- one of the major takeaways from the Mandalorian is that Mando is incredibly awkward. <laughs> And, like, doesn't yes. – he, he's really the embodiment of, like, never put me in a situation. And, yes, yes. And in some ways, Boba's like, well, I'm in a situation. Let's see what we can do about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in Mando, you're so right. Like, in Mando, it's like, please don't, like – I, I can't. I don't want to. I don't need to talk to this harbor person. I have to. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Boba Fett is more of like, no, you have to talk to me. Yeah, it's kind of one of. It, it is that dad energy oh of just like, God. no, we're in this conversation. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to talk to you. Just talking like, to I, the dudes restocking the beans at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> like not going out of his way per se. Not trying to be social. He's not thirsty for conversation. Yeah. But like, you'll be the one to leave. Yeah, not yeah. him. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, well, uh, well, Boba, this is great. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go check out uh, the soda aisle. Okay. See that you do, and that's like, what? <laughs> all right, the show's good again. I'm back in. <laughs> I mean, he does it in this sh- in this episode because in the next scene, he's got the line that I'm like, why is that line in there? When he just says, <laughs> I, "Goes, I grew up around a lot of water." Right. <laughs> that's the worst line in Star Wars. <laughs> Okay, it's not the worst lines. So here's my problem with this episode: big prequel energy. I don't know. If yeah. One of my yes. yeah, no, my problem. Is, well, actually, this, the chase was better than the prequels. I think. Um, I don't know what they're doing, but I've decided <laughs> that this does go to Jane's point of the prequel apology tour. It's like, and this one's really complicated. Instead of like you know how the Clone Wars CG show 
justified Anakin as a good character and like mm-hmm. redeemed it, which is why millennials and zoomers don't hate the prequels as much as um, um, older millennials. Uh, uh, instead, they're like, things can be bad now too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, it's hard to make content. <laughs> we're, we're so close to getting to the point where I suspect that conversation is really going to blossom. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. The the most divisive, I would say. I would say probably the most divisive creative choice in the Star Wars TV shows that we've watched together. <laughs> because yeah. so, um, he is petitioned. Boba is petitioned by one of his subjects, um, which is oh, what's the name of the actor? It's Stephen Stephen Root. Root. Stephen Root. Yeah. 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 Um, is saying, gosh, all of these local youths. These teens, <laughs> these hooligans are stealing my water. I am but a hardworking small business owner who mm-hmm. who is, you know, just trying to ply a humble trade on this here rock. Can you go and, I guess the implication is, kill these teens for me? <laughs> well, I like his, I like that he's kind of like, side note, I love the, 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 the phrase watermonger. Is fun. Yeah. Moisture monger. Is fun to moisture monger. Moist, uh, moisture monger. The best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's the new Disneyland gang jacket. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when we go, <laughs> get wet. Oh. <laughs> um, I like his, he's like, he's kind of negging Boba though. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh so people good. are saying, not me. It, not it, me. You're it doesn't great. work at all, which is yeah. so good. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, he. Steven Root's one of the best character actors alive and one of the best actors mm-hmm. alive. So whenever things happen in a, a Disney-owned property in a character such as this gets used, I'm always like, so does that mean we're not going to get a bigger role for him? So I'm hopeful that either we see a Moisture Monger with bags leave and be like, I'm going to go into cryosleep for 70 years or something like that so we can yeah. see him again or something because uh, – while having him being a shitbag, uh, like, water future speculator yeah. uh, mm-hmm. sucks. But he's good here. And the, like you said, the fact that he is clearly not successful with hiding, um, calling Boba the P word and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's really great. But it is very video gamey because, like... Yeah. It's literally like a quest, right? And mm-hmm. is this around the time that we get the... Or is that later when we get the lore... Uh, of when it gets chopped in, I think it's probably after this part, but um, it, it turns very video gamey here, which is which just has its upsides and downsides. Right. Um, I thought I thought the general vibe of like you finally have to start doing stuff, right? It's like yeah. in the video game where you just get through the tutorial, you get you do your first intro like big quest, and you finally get back to home base, and now the game's like, here's the video game. Yep, you know yeah. you got it, and and it's it's very Bioware in that it's a choice of like, do you want to mm. grind rep with like <laughs> evil businessman and get money, right. or do you want to grind rep with rascals who become an NPC group? That exactly, you yeah, with? and that's the thing that's also so unsex- unsuccessful in many video games because this little quest would have been, do you want fifteen hundred credits? Or do you want four allies that are going to have like hours of dialogue and will uh, will stand there to make? Give me your, the credits. Your... Give me the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the credits. Give me the credits. Give me the credits. <laughs> 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 seen... I have to say the move of Boba Fett is so. I recently ran my family's first D and D game. Oh, cool. Yay. And 
uh and it was it was so much fun and my parents were so freaking great at it Aww. but it the second that he go boba fett goes to like the outside the watermongers and talks to the the tatooine teens <laughs> that was my dad playing <laughs> or it, 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 actually i think it was it was actually maybe even more specifically my mom because i threw in an npc and my mom was like i'm gonna make that little tree a squire and oh i was like what God. you can't do that like <laughs> no, no 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 you're going on a side adventure it's like i'm bringing a child with me this child will do all my bidding and i was like well, you can't and watching boba fett break the quest yeah. in front of the yeah. monger <laughs> and just break his heart of just like okay great screw that uh, I'm like, just like playing the Matrix of it. I I have to say I I marveled at. Yeah, it. yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Wait, Boba Fett knows he's in his show, and it's just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing the episodic. All right, let's. Right. <laughs> right. It's like I'm not grinding rep with this faction. This faction works for me now. Um, yeah, I've decided I'm exalted with you. Here's 500 credits. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a persuasion check, and it was just like, yeah, I guess do it, Boba. Oh, 21. I guess you have friends now. <laughs> All right. I guess we like- <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't. How, how successful to you was the whole? There's no jobs thing. Oh, that like, interaction. I, would, I don't want to steal water. It. I here's what I, the meta-ness of it, and maybe I'm just yeah. They're zoomers. This is the thing. <laughs> yes, literally, they're very zoomers. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, cyber part just like like let's mess with body politic. Just yeah. like turning and and they're like we're not in this like we're just background. They're like there's no jobs, there's no water, old man. And he goes like, all right, great. Why don't you join me? And they're just like, wait, hold. And they look what? off camera. Can we? Is that allowed? Do do that, yeah. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Robert's like, oh hell yeah! Actually, let's see where this goes. This <laughs> yeah, the like, the nieces yeah. and nephews of Elon Sleazebagano yes. have moved to Tatooine and became space gutter punks. With no, you can't fucking, describe it that like, way because that makes them vessels. sound great. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, the the Elon Sleazebagano redemption tour starts now. Yeah. Um, yeah, when these characters came on screen, you know, when they mentioned them being like, okay, they are uh, ruffians who uh, implant their bodies with uh, robo parts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. get a lot of that in Star Wars and and the the quote unquote um, uh, canon movie stuff. You get a little bit right. There's that mm-hmm. w- that bald dude and and best Ben, and there's probably like seventy five other things I'm forgetting. And there's definitely yeah. other people in the background that just have like. You know, a hair dryer duct taped to their face, uh, or spray painted and duct to their face. But we've we never really had like this thing, and, this, and there's so many um, themes in you, you, you know your cyberpunk sci-fi mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that touch on on stuff like this, and they're like, nah, it's just cool, <laughs> it's sick to do so, it. So I think what's interesting to me about because I've been trying to figure out why, sort of aesthetically and as an idea, I am so resistant to these four um, teens. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. part of it is that, so they're like, there aren't any jobs and we're, you know, we're anti-establishment and stuff, but they live on a terrible desert planet. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going And the fact that they have an aesthetic and hair dye <laughs> and mm. like, like they are, in my mind, I call them, they are Joan Jett. There's like the sneaky eye one. There's Gilderoy Lockhart, and then there's like <laughs> I forget. 
I forget the fourth one, but like there's there's like eight of them, but only four of them get Vespas, so they're the only ones that matter, and only two of those matter. Right, uh, <laughs> right, but like yeah, there's the, like Robo Stomach Guy. The fact that they can, like the fact that they have an aesthetic and it's like Hot Topic teens is like right. they're. <laughs> They're doing a lot better than a lot of people on this yeah. planet. Everyone we see on Tatooine is like covered in like gray shawls, and right? Just like rolling a, a mud around or something black like that. leather. It, right, and and you know we we're not saying like many people on the internet do. It's like, oh, you're poor, but wait a second. I saw you buy one video right, game last right, year. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but that being said, they live, like you said, not just that, living on a desert planet. They have the shiniest Vespas on the planet. That, that means something. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, there's a sort of, like, nonverbal dialogue happening here that is extremely unsuccessful. Um, uh because th- this is just taking themes, 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 put in box, shake, 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 shake. It's trying to have your, like, 13 cupcakes and eating them, too. And it, it's it's inherently an annoying design choice. Yes. Uh, it's just I, out of place. I, I, they belong on Coruscant. It's out of place for, like, five reasons. And, and also, this Mos Espa sucks. It's not interesting. It looks n- nothing as good as the uh yeah. the weirdly the, the prequel version but, yeah uh it feels empty it feels like the, it feels exactly like moss eisley uh with all it is is like weird ass streets right and you mm-hmm. you know when we get in the chase at least we get to see there's fruit and stuff like that but like <laughs> i don't Boards. know like it felt like a metropolis now and again uh in in episode one um but yeah. here it, it has the exact same sort of design aesthetic as mando which is yeah. Fucking COVID. We can't have a lot of extras. Actually, in my mind, the only way that they make sense for me is that if they come came from somewhere else and are stranded here. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's not okay. like if you don't like America, just leave. It's like how the fuck am I supposed to get out? Oh, of are you? A, you have a thought? You know, this is what this is my favorite thing about Star Wars. Where's my hat? Uh, it doesn't matter. This sorry. This is audio only. I do have an R two hat sitting right next to me. Um, my this is my favorite thing about Star Wars. Uh, because originally it was just these kids in downtown Los Angeles that yeah. were like, God damn, we love Japanese movies. Let's go make some. <laughs> Let's go make some. And then like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then they, they threw a bunch of stuff in and it was just like a creative hot pot. It wasn't called New Hope. It was just Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, let's go to the desert. Let's do it. Let's put a mirror under the wheels and it'll look like it's floating. Why not? <laughs> and then from that, it was such a, like a beautiful brainstorm. That yeah. Everyone's like, well, let's make sense of this. Let's sift through this. And what I love is anytime you throw literally anything into Star Wars, this is what we have to do. Right. right. Exactly what Jane's doing is like, let's just, now we got to solve it. And that was like, <laughs> the second that we saw these teens, I was like, well, now we got to take a couple years, put everything on pause, right. no more elections, until we figure out the novelization of these kids. Right. We need to, like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like, is, like, is shiny, is shiny cheap? is color currency and then like when episode you know like because evan comes out it's a different thing like what's happening right because one of the things i I was thinking of that star wars is fantasy we know that right right. it's been said Mm -hmm. a million times and technology in star wars like whenever you say this doesn't make sense the answer is obviously but it's explicitly (laughs) star Star the technology in Star Wars exists only to serve the story. It's explicit yep. that blaster fire is only as fast as the screen is. It goes yes. the exact same speed to get from left to the right. Doesn't matter how big the shot is. That's it's whatever. So if you kind of take that 
ethos, that logic right. to everything, it does eventually break down. But a lot of the, it's like, the, why the fuck does the Pike gang have, Spice's mind on Kessel, why is it on a train? They are flying into uh, the, the worst planet in the, you know, universe. No one's going to, there's no, you have to pay like a, a, a border patrol agent nine water jugs to <laughs> smuggle in your drugs. Like, like, why are they on a train? Well, because they want to. Yeah. And so it justifies a train, right? So, uh, uh, you know, you know, that's a good. That's the good and bad thing. But the space Vesta, Vespas is where I was like, they're just I'm so done. ugly. Like they're so ugly. Like they're such a. They're a crass violation of the visual language of yes. of Tatooine. So thus far, which I would like. I think you have to be really judicious with using those, like, make the rules, then break them, but don't break them specifically to give people Power Ranger scooters. <laughs> I just want one of them to have an Italian accent. Oh, God. Their accent's rule. Dude, <laughs> that one dude's just like, uh... I chased a majordomo for you. <laughs> yeah, he had synergy. like dirtbag British, like, oh, hey, I'm a fucking sniper. And I was like, <laughs> that rules. Uh, and, and Omar, the thing that you said about like solving what they introduced to us uh, of like, okay, what is, what, how do we walk it back? And yeah. and it's it's not just the brain worms of being a fan of anything. It's yeah. literally the millions I've decided of dollars they've made on books that go yep. into every little part. Like, I don't know if they still do those, but, like, I remember, I've talked about before, going over to my cousin Brad's house and reading his, like, diagnostic manuals on how, mm -hmm. like, all these ships worked. And he had, like, um, micro-machines of these, like, things that are either, like, barely in the background of the movies or from the extended universe. And then yep. even those things are given, you know, the, the book treatment, like, I know they did it for episode one. I haven't checked to see if they've done it for um, the... I know they did something. They, they still do them, but I don't know if they're mm -hmm. as deep. But, like, that's how you find out that, like, oh, the girl who shoots uh, the pod races is, like, some vampire bounty hunter or something like that. It's, <laughs> right. it's all insane mm -hmm. shit. So, yeah. like, there's it's not that hard to assume that there's going to be a book that tells you everything about these Vespas and why they're sick, you know? <laughs> I, we're going to get either, a, you're so right, we're either going to get a series or a series of books or comics about how these kids get from Dexter Jetster's diner, yes. which is where you would I see was going to reference the, the diner. Park. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> to, because they're, they're, the design is from the show Reboot. Like, right. it's from the 90s <laughs> yes. show Reboot. Yes. It's retro redone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And there's like, and it's just the moment you, it was just, you felt, we all felt it. I think Tim, Tim got it a little bit later than, like you felt it, but you didn't know exactly what was happening. But there was a ripple in the universe the second the episode was released and the collective human consciousness was introduced to the bikes and we all knew that yeah. things would be different from here on out. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone talk about the show yet and then everyone's like, oh man, that episode three, huh? <laughs> Yeah, and the thing again, it sucks. Uh, is because uh, the the girl gutter punk, uh, and they're not gutter punks. Please, Joan Jett <laughs> is um, is from the hit program Yellow Jackets, oh, so which good. rules by the way, and it she's rules. really good in that, playing the exact same character. Yeah. It is giving me nightly. I'm currently two like three fourths of the way through the season, and it is. So I'm currently 
feeling that existential crisis of that show as like on a yes. nightly basis. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's it's the most stressful thing ever to exist. It, it's it's incredibly uh, stressful. Yeah, I mean, we could spend and should spend thirteen hours on these <laughs> these kids, but uh, I do love Stephen Root when he's when um, Boba just flips the script. I'm like, nah, I'll give you a job. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, we'll go work for the mob. Uh, <laughs> we have. <laughs> Hey, man, uh, what do you got to rebel against? Uh, well, okay, sure, fuck it. Uh, uh, I'll do it. Smacks cigarettes, puts in a, a T-shirt. Um, and then Stephen Rimmer was like, oh, wait, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> These guys stole from me. He's like, fuck off. He, he Stop charging so much water. He's like, but the economy. <laughs> I like the thing of if you rotate that camera. So what was he just like hiding around the tour? Like, he, he, he's going to kill him. Yes, and, like, yes, yes like, he was. Yes, he clearly like, was. And also, Bubba his walks hands up together, to- like. Yeah, no, that's the thing. This this whole scene is shot so insanely. Right. Uh, uh, because, you know, he walks up to them standing next to that thing that we've decided is moisture, uh, uh, spire, and mm. Boba's like, where'd you get that fucking water? And instead of saying the water store or whatever, it's like, there's no jobs, old man. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, and the thing that I didn't like about this is they didn't take the Mandalorian route and be like, what the fuck are you supposed to think we're doing? There is no empire anymore. Yada, yada, yada. They keep referring back to the lack of bib. And we don't give a fuck about bib. We, we think no, uh, no one cares about bib. We're always saying it. What we care about is the broad... Uh, uh, ripple effect of of Death Star yeah. two blowing up, and an interesting that was what's so cool about Episode one of Mandalorian one. An interesting way about how Boba resolves situations that I'm picking up is that mm-hmm. like the people he interacts with, they'll all have like what they really want, and then they'll have the like the better version of it like the way that they are presenting it to the world so that he will give them what they want but he he will give them what they are asking for but he won't give them what they want so so like he he will give the teens who are complaining about like Tatooine sucks from a socioeconomic perspective (laughs) and it's like yes it does we all know this teens he'll he'll, Mm -hmm. but you want a job i'll give you a job and and he's like well i had my my money stolen so i need you to give me my money back and he's like i'll pay for what you're asking for i'm not gonna beat up these these like youths yeah. So, like, he's giving them what they're asking for, but he's not giving them what they want. And he is completely, in, in like, uninterested in what anyone actually wants. Right. And You're literally so 100% of the people right. around him are confused about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the entire time. It's also, like, he is, like, so in his own campaign because, like, when people give him money, he's like, this doesn't mean anything to me. You know, when you're just like, well, thanks for completing that, thanks for completing that quest, you know, Rangers, here's here's 20 gold. And my players are just like, I don't know, we don't buy things. You've literally never made, made uh, we've had, every, you've given us everything we've ever wanted. I'm, I'm like a spoiled child. <laughs> my backpack can hold any weight. I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I clicked off magic. track weight on D&D yeah. Beyond. I don't care about your little rules, DM. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I just love that we've spent forty minutes on the teaser. Um, <laughs> you have to. I mean, you, you just have to. It, it really sets the tone for everything that happens after this. Because like mm-hmm. after this, anytime the teens do anything, um, you have to assume that they are on their color coded, uh, <laughs> like retro ray gun, uh, speeder bikes. Yeah, right. Vespas. And imagine, <laughs> and we haven't like. 
you know, there's a lot of things that are true, right? You, we don't want to see Boba walking places, but mm-hmm. the mind boggles. How the fuck is he getting from Jabba's palace to Mos Espa? Why have they not shown a single speeder? Why does like he go buy a speeder? I thought about that. Yes, when they have the scene yeah. where he's walking up to the mayor's office with the bikes. But they're so. What did they just? Did he walk the whole way? And then the Vespa gang just <laughs> does he jetpack like, and like then an Finnick and the Gamorreans have to sprint across the desert? <laughs> Him is just. He's just like no. You go at my speed. Yeah. And they have to just go in like lower right. than gear one. And yeah, just kind of and they're making next to right. him. Yeah. they're making the Jetsons bup, 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 <laughs> like the noise behind him. Like so I like, the, I like the idea of them being like talk. we can fit you each of you on on this. Oh with my us. god, like, that was so sick. Yeah, and like, he also has a jetpack. There's something between like being carried on a litter by like your your thralls and like mm-hmm. walking. But, like, we've seen what it's like to walk on Tatooine. Not good. And also, yeah, like, yep. the, he knows he knows that there are Sarlaccs, like, yeah, like yep. everywhere. Like, <laughs> he, we uh, are, are in um, Stephen Root's character, the water mongers, the moisture mongers mindset for this episode. And I love that because I think <laughs> it's finally starting to set in. And, Jane, you've hit it, like, the nail on the head so many times where, like, at the end of the teaser – the the moisture monger is like no hold wait wait hold on what and like <laughs> and like wait Boba Fett what do you say like wait that's a record big, scratch and like not to like skip ahead too much but there is a character that comes in later that's like here's my purpose and then Boba Fett goes actually can I do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess and I and there's something about it where he's just so eager to be in this thing it is just a parent playing D and D yes yeah so, like, that's so true do I like this episode now I don't know <laughs> I know I think I do it's like wait oh, wait but like, but we're, Dad, we're about to get to the part where like the, the the truly bad thing there is Star Wars that's fun to watch because it is legitimately good and that is a lot most of the first two seasons yes, of mandalorian yes. some you know some of the movies yes. and then there's star wars that's fun to watch because it's like i don't know what this is but yeah. i guess i'm not yeah. bored yeah oh exactly dude oh the number so one put, thing <laughs> is like the number one crime in star wars is to be boring i thought parts of this episode were boring this right. case was boring so that's why right. this episode is yeah. objectively not very good but it the rest of it is insane yeah. and it's fun to talk about <laughs> It, it feels like he's getting that, that like, I swear I'll, I'll come off of it after this, but no, the, like, no, no, no. old man Luke energy, where it's, like, people are like, you can't do that, you're Luke Skywalker, don't drink, don't drink blue milk straight out of the tit, like, like, we need, <laughs> like, we, we need a certain amount of decorum from you, right. Luke Skywalker, and he's like, I'm not doing that, um, and then right. Boba is it's like, like, it's like the characters I, know yeah. that they were action figures, and they're mad about it, yeah. so they're right. just, like, doing shit, yeah. You know? Sorry, we can move on. Unless there's 70 more four, well, no, 75, the- 70 more po- uh, points you guys have? Anything? or <laughs> We'll get to them. Then we get to our, our <laughs> They'll come back. We'll be back to this opening. Our uh, favorite, or the show's favorite, I'll say, narrative framing mm-hmm. device, the back to tank flashback. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> He's in there. And we get another shot, just kind of B-roll of uh, Camino and young boba silhouette watching his dad go off on a mission or something yeah i don't this is literally like i'm a dad because i didn't have one like i have no children but i'm just so deeply i deeply want to hug he wants someone Mm -hmm. to care for so bad yeah Yeah. um i I think that someone realized that like 
whoa, the dichotomy between a planet of all water and a planet of You're no right. water. But like that should have been like on the whiteboard as like infuse show with this energy, not right. specifically call this out four times in one episode. Like, right. like that's like a theme. That's not like a dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Like in the in the uh, but they did uh, make a dialogue. They did, yeah. The, uh, you, you, like in the transition in Dune, right, where yeah. it goes from like the tide pools. This is the most recent Dune, twenty twenty one. Where it's like the tide pools to like Arrakis. You know, like you're yeah. just like, oh god, there's no water now. Whereas you're right, where it's just like water planet, and then but you, it's it's tough to sell that in a back the tank. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to sell that concept when you're. Um, flooded. Yeah. <laughs> Biologically speaking, you know what I mean? To be like, it's such a dry planet. You're the like, you seem fine. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like you're bathing. So yeah. Yeah. you literally <laughs> sleep yeah. in moisture. Yeah. And then you're all hurt from all the acid. His, yeah. uh, his respite is interrupted by Black Cursantan. Yay. Yay. We love this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, he rocks um, the 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 Wookiee outfit rules, mm-hmm. and he he does such a good what the fuck face. He hooks like, an like, eyebrow. I was like, yeah, yes. his eyebrow. They they can't they don't know what to do with his mouth because he's a Wookiee. That's not their mm-hmm. fault. Like ah, we'll put more money in the eyebrows, and he's constantly like doing the rock at people, and that rules. This, I can do it. <laughs> um, so, you're doing great. So yeah. um. Yes, go ahead. We have big. Fi- I'll just. We have big fight. He tosses uh, Boba around and is trying to kill him and like give him bear hugs and then. Yeah, it, it's a grim fight. Battle. It's fun. It's a fun fight. Everyone shows up for it, uh, but except also for again, Fennec. except Where's at the very Fennec? end, to yeah, she's sleepy. She's, <laughs> but again, who? So who was on duty? Because come on, like right. who was on? on? He just walks in apparently and. Well, he he only has two guards, it's, and they yeah. have to sleep because they have to do everything. It's wild because apparently he rolled two twenties with his stealth disadvantage because there's yeah. no way that that guy is stealthy. <laughs> he just he's fudging the yeah. dice rolls to have snuck in there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I get it. I'm known for this, and you're like, Nah. We yeah. read the comics. Like, I have not. black fur. <laughs> it's like you're covered in metal. Like, so uh, I I have to believe that Boba made Fennec take a night off. Like, like it'll be fine, and and it's like it's not fine, like uh-huh. yeah. because she is very good at her job, but they had to yeah. have her not be there so that they could show the competence and pluckiness of knife teen, <laughs> like yes, like her signature knife teen coming in for the save. Literally a knife. Drash. 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 I believe. That's good. So Jane, my lore. And I hope to be proven wrong. It's one of two things, one of <laughs> 85 things, is that Finnick is the type of character that's a loner. So I imagine mm. huge, you know, Jabba's palace. Her room is like the rookery in the attic that's like small. Yeah. And she just sleeps against the wall with like her rifle propped. Her yeah, shoulder. with her so tummy plugged in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm, and the other thing, gotta recharge. She's Barry Pepper and <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. She's up in the clock tower. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's that's. She's like she's a loner, so she, and she doesn't sleep on a bed. She sleeps on the like where you put your luggage above your bed in the, in the palace. <laughs> I I believe that. Yeah, but um. So I, I thought this scene was weird. Uh, and like I said, uh, it w- it was just great to see a, a mostly nude, bald, hairless man. 
get thrown around and I just yeah. couldn't stop thinking about Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 it would hurt so bad to get punched by this guy. And, yeah. I, and it, it almost felt inconsistent with like how hard he was hitting and how hard he was throwing. And the fact that Boba's face was not jelly, but I really did like yeah. that it showed that Boba wasn't a badass. Right. And I do think they're really, yeah. they're continually kind of showing that, Boba is not a badass for no apparent reason the way he was in the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Like he does nothing, but we all think he's rad. In this show, he does a lot, but he, you know, he's old. He can't, well, he's, it's five days since he got, or five years since the Sarlacc pit. So he's older. What are you going to do? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going against sort of uh, the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that fucking the 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 gutter punks coming in to save the day yeah. was lame and um, I did like when Karen Sand bit the Gamora. Yes, I think my favorite part though was him tackling them down the stairs. Just yes, that was, oh. awesome. that was awesome. That was very, yeah. I very was like good. the stunt people in this did so good. But to your point, Tim, um, I like after the fight, and again, it shows what a benevolent leader he is because he tells the bit Gamorian, put him in my back to tank. But like, bro, you should go in there too because you definitely have some broken ribs. <laughs> Yeah. Either from the bear hug you got or from when you, like a human body squishy. I know like those throws he was suffering when he was just like throwing no him, like you are breaking right. you are breaking. Or when he stuff. got punched with the spikes in his head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no spoilers. Something like that recently happens in a Spider Man film and you're like, How does this bad guy's face not turn into a pumpkin? I have not seen No Way Home. But if you're talking but if but if you're you just made me think of something. I always remember from the original Spider Man two with Doc Ock when they're fighting mm-hmm. and he spider-man's punching him like he's just a normal he has the robot arms but yeah. he's a normal human he doesn't, yeah those spider-man punches should be shattering his jaw like his jaw should <laughs> yeah. be hanging off him like but again that that happens in every film so it's not yeah. really i haven't i feel like that fight sequence was there in part to briefly introduce each of the gutter punks uh, signature weapon. <laughs> I love that yeah. that's what we're going oh, with. Oh, sure. It's, it's like, what, I, I, I couldn't parse it because it wasn't especially clear, but like they did the circle pan thing and it's like, okay, yeah. I, I get it. So I think the, so I can't not call her Joan Jett or, or mm-hmm. Natalie from mm-hmm. Yellow Jackets, but she had <laughs> apparently just a knife. One of yeah. them mm-hmm. had like a Electro Whip. Had a whip, yep. Um, love an Electro Whip. One had a gun, I think. <laughs> I mean, they're all doing roll call, and that one is just like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't understand the assignment. I, I just got I brought a gun. gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It sucks, oh, so though, boring. if that helps. It's a bad gun. It's like, <laughs> this is easily the most effective thing about whatever you brought. Like, what the heck is that? Like, <laughs> yeah, like a sonic all... spoon, Daryl? Yeah. A sonic spoon? And yeah, it looks cool. F- I'll take my gun, okay? Yeah, honestly, a sonic spoon, and I'm sorry, I just, I can't get over the fact that she just has a knife, and she just stabs him, and it doesn't, like, really matter, but, yeah. like, but like it cuts to her, and her face being like, aha! It's like, <laughs> we're in space, yeah. lady! <laughs> like... <laughs> And I, Read so the I assignment. watched this on, <laughs> on my old TV, and, and uh, I'm I'm not always sure it's got all of its legs in it. But was this scene dark as hell and hard to tell what was happening? It, the visual language of um, Boba versus uh, Kersentan was very clear. The visual language mm-hmm. of uh, what all of the teens were doing in the fight 
was yeah. not especially yeah. clear. They should have made them nude and wet because that's a lot easier to see. <laughs> that's usually my that's kind of my note in anything I watch. But you know, there's got to be a hot make tub it more in that palace somewhere. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, the wrestler so easy to keep track of. You know what yeah. I mean? That film. <laughs> I knew it was happening all the time. Yeah. Okay. the The only thing that will cause me to like the teens is if at some point. Like, he has to go give them an assignment, and we found that they've just, like, colonized this area, and it's just, like, covered in trash, and they're just lounging everywhere. <laughs> they have, like, their laptops out, and they're, like, beats yeah. in, and they're just... One is flossing in the background. <laughs> like, what is going on in here? They're like, what? <laughs> Once again, uh, the day is saved by the Rancor trapdoor. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so I mean, great how often people just fa- have this three-square-foot right patch of land people just happen to stand yeah. but it's it's eye-rolly but th- that's how trapdoors work yeah in every media and at least simpsons had the genius and the bravery to f- to have mr burns be like can you take two steps to the left please uh yeah. one step back <laughs> yeah <laughs> although i at least appreciate that that uh fennec was like get out of the way <laughs> yeah yeah like i was like okay a yeah. little bit of a nod to the fact that there were logistics there but yeah. there was little, no uh, rancor in the pit. Oh nope. no. no but no. there was lowercase r rancor in the yes. pit. Because <laughs> he was angry. Yeah. This was my fault because I jumped the gun because I was so excited to talk about our big Wookiee fellow. There is more flashback at where, and it's really quick and it's very like hashtag tragic backstory. Yes. Uh, yes. He <laughs> is leaving the encampment of his Tuscan, his found family. To go put the, put a further squeeze, I guess he on the pikes because they already did the train, and then he yeah. goes to their headquarters in Mos Eisley, and we see also we see the the stormtrooper helmets being put on spikes that we saw. Yeah, uh, that's a visual element I love. Yeah, I'll yeah. never get tired of that. Yeah, and the mechanic from um, Pella, from Mando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A- Amy Sedaris was in yeah, the background. Which I would have missed if I didn't look at the Wikipedia page <laughs> for last episode when we were recording. It was like. Yeah. None of these characters are in the first two episodes. Ah, <laughs> I'm a fool. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes to see, like, love this Pike crime boss doing the drink swirl. Thing, yeah. Just lounging. Of course. And basically says, they're like, yeah, we don't care whoever wants to be, like, the local power that we pay off, but we're not paying two. So you guys figure yep. it out. And it's the the Nikto game, the speeder bike game that yep. he had mm-hmm. a run in with. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I, like, worked them over. No pro- you know. Yeah. But... Uh oh, his poor, his his poor Boba Hart. He These motherfuckers! Yeah. I am mm-hmm. so yeah. angry that yeah. they like be. did all of that, all of those gestures to like remediate the the one note treatment of an entire culture in in mm-hmm. the in you know the mm-hmm. originals and and the the prequels especially like oh these are all bad it's like no actually they're you know they're diverse there are cultural differences between the different tribes this here are all of these characters in this tribe blah 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 blah. by the way this is all only so that boba is sad yeah right it's like killing a wife they fridged the tribe disney killing a diverse character to make a man's backstory somewhat better no (laughs) and there was like no reason for it like it's doo-doo it's doo-doo ass it's it's so like creatively bankrupt because Mm. he could (laughs) have like it was just not necessary to do yes. yeah. his characterization yes. was fine 
Right. You know, we learned all we needed from yeah. the Tuscan Raiders, meaning he found community. We in, in a purpose to to quote unquote protect people instead of to sell them for murder times. That's all we needed. We we did not need to see this do, this right. doo doo ass scene. And it's yeah. completely fine to be like, yeah, I spent time with them. I learned a lot. You know, after a while, I realized that I needed more medical care due to my skin being melted off due yes. to acid. They're <laughs> yeah. still out there. Like I was actually really hopeful that like. Like, we would meet, like, that young kid as, like, a yeah. young adult or, you know, stuff right. like that. Instead, they're like, no loose ends. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, like, there's a lot of bad about this. Yeah. This, And this is probably the the, the, the worst capital B bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, oh, we yeah. Can, we can forgive a, a boring chase, but, like, this, you know, so uh, uh, I got my start in old podcasting by talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a show with... <laughs> Uh, a fucking uh, Bantha's amount of problematic content and uh, <laughs> using a hammer when, uh, uh, you know, uh, a, ch- a chisel will do, right? So you, d- you didn't need this to happen. Mm-hmm. And so often, uh, both in Game of Thrones and, and any show you watch, they'll do something that you don't like. But, right. you know, you've seen TV before. You lean back. and Let's see how it pans out. We mm-hmm. had some critiques on some of the the the, the stuff of of the first two episodes, but you know it's like okay, well let's yeah. let's let's kind of give the benefit of the doubt because we really don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks to be like, well, I I I had a, a bad feeling about this hashtag Star Wars, and uh, turns out that there was reason for it yeah. because they continued their sort of, you know. Lazy. La- it's lazy. lazy. You know, like, that. that's the thing that always came up in Game of Thrones yeah. is, like, they use, like, sexual violence yeah. in, like, four different bad ways. But even if you're, like, a little freak, grubby, internet commenter guy, it's just lazy yeah. on right. top of everything else. Yeah. It- it's not interesting. Like, they could have accomplished just as much if they had a Bantha dead or one person be dead, right? We would still roll our eyes. But when they kill all of them, it's like, why did we spend two boring ep- parts of the episode? And yeah, again, we we the fact that they're able to quote unquote have the confidence to just have the the scenes where no one's talking, I think mm-hmm. that's technically impressive given our ADHD society and things like that. But bleh, yeah. why? It, it's justified if they're him. setting the framework for all of the characters to continue to interact moving forward. Like if they were setting up the framework for this being a faction that existed in present day, I would Mm -hmm. understand it. But like using those, all of that time purely. So we would be like, and Boba is sad about it. Really. You're right. Tim does feel like a game of Thrones caliber, unforced error. Like no one was making them do this. They weren't painted into a corner. They just decided to. Yeah, my assumption is that the Pike gang paid them to do it. And okay. that's what we're going to find out later. But like, Because now still. he gets his chance at revenge. But also, it's frustrating because I feel like all the elements are there for something a little more nuanced. And mm-hmm. like, for example, I made a comment we recorded when they introduced the train in the, in the episode mm-hmm. that the sound, I thought, I was thinking it was going to be a crate dragon. Like, and they're right. like, oh, we're getting out of the way of the crate dragon. So you have this whole through line, though, where you could have – then it'd be a crate dragon and they he follow maybe he follows it maybe this is like i'm gonna mm-hmm. earn i'm gonna kill this thing for the for the, you know to like really show instead of a train heist i'm gonna kill the crate dragon he follows it it does its route through that town where Cobb vanth is 
he sees his armor on another person. He's like, oh, I, I, I like this fam- my, my found family. I have to get that armor back. That is my number one priority. This is a matter. Mm-hmm. He talks to them about it. Like, this is my father's. It's mine. Like, yeah. I have to. This is yeah. pure honor. This has to supersede anything else. And that is it. And they're there. And if you want to throw something in, you, you there's so many things you could do without, like, the, the spice. Because to Tim's point, why is the spice there? And why is it being transported by a tra- Did they fly it in with a spaceship and land mm-hmm. the spice and then put it on a train to, to transport it to the other side of the planet when you could have just flown a spaceship? That's our like, understanding, right? You could have just come up with something else that was being mined. Maybe there's like some ore that's deep down under the sands. It's really valuable, and they're like pushing the Tuscans off their land to mine. Easy, right? Another yeah, allegory, right. like Tatooine has dirt weed, but hey, it still sells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is it to your point? It is frustrating because I feel like a better narrative is right there. It's right there. Just rearrange these blocks a little bit, mm-hmm. and I mean, I I still enjoy watching the show, and we're gonna you know continue to watch it. But yeah, th- this was frustrating. So, but wanted to make sure we we touched on that because yeah, it was basically you did all that just to give him, make him yeah, make him sad boy like sad backstory yeah. boy yeah. that we root for. Omar, how, Omar, how did this go down for you? Yeah, I, I mean it's a thing where like I think Tim the Game of Thrones comparison is really great where it's like. Uh, the notion of something it's like it's big and it is like a trope from some westerns Mm -hmm. although i feel like fewer than maybe people might think um but like it is honestly maybe even to like piggyback a little bit off of what you're saying jane is like it is like such a violent notion do you know what i mean like it's it's a really like it's not just like oh the like crime these crime bosses are bad we'll go after them which we're all like yeah yeah that's Great, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hell yeah! Like it's yeah. easy. Great, yeah. We went after Jabba. You know what I mean? Like that. We didn't even see what Jabba was really up to. We just knew like bad dude for the most yes. part. You know, we we're just like we don't like it. Like the you know, there's like obviously like delay stuff, but like overall, you like we don't really get a whole lot of Jabba. You're just like, no, nah, let's kill him. Like, yeah, you know what? Like, like yeah, I want to see like Leia strangle him. It's great. This, I love it. But like with this, it is like if you do genuinely entertain it and you sit with it, you are like, oh, that's, like, a massacre. Right. And that's something that if, if you're not, like, you know, I don't know, like, if, if you have feelings, that's actually a huge <laughs> thing to drop. Then, then to cut back to something, you're like, no, I'm sorry. Like, that stuff really happens. You know, yeah. and I feel like Game of Thrones did that so much where they were just like, yeah, this dude's bad. You're like, cool. It's fantasy world, man. Like, yeah, evil sorcerers and stuff. They're like, yep. no, we're going to show, like, this man being, like, an actual horrible person, like, you, would, you have to worry about in real life. Right. And you're like... Ah, that see, that's not great. Like I do, you know, people have to walk to their cars after this, right? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so you're like yeah. it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a different conversation. Like a hundred percent, you can be like, but they're stealing sand, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of get the Star Wars fun of it. <laughs> it's different when they are just like, yeah, but remember genocide? You're like, ah, I do yeah. actually because it goes that's from, a horrible yeah. thing. Like rowdy biker gang in a bar who yeah. we know to be afraid of for a lot of reasons to like can drug cartels that yeah. just wipe everything out. It's like yeah. It's for no apparent reason other than revenge, which sure it's mm-hmm. and yeah, th- there's no other way to sort of dice up this omelet other than uh, to make Boba sad. You know, it's his fault. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But he doesn't seem sad in the future. He seems listless. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's another thing, too, where it's just like with Boba, we don't have to get like sad Boba. Too, right. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, that, <laughs> yeah, it, what does that give us? It, it doesn't get us anything. And they spent so much time like, ah, these are people who have mm. complex interpersonal relationships. They have interiority. They have tradition. They have love for each other. They have ways that they earn respect with each other. Like, and 
that does not matter because while they are yeah. capable of building relationships, none of the relationships here actually chain like put even a thumb on the scales because right. Boba's yeah. behavior before interacting with them and after interacting with them does like he's not giving such <laughs> a huge performance that there's like a nuanced like it's right it <sighs> it was just a waste of time. Like, like they wanted the pat on the back for being like, we're showing that there's complexity yeah. and nuance and and, right. and co co colonizer, you know, colonized relationships. But they are still, regrettably, one bullet point in this dude's life. Right, right. Because he, he goes out of his way to always say the Tuscans of the Sand Dunes or what have you. Yeah. You know, not he, you know, he's not calling them Tuscan Raiders and things like that. Um but yeah, waste of time is such a good way to what? describe it. And on top of that, like they show him on the Bantha for what feels like a minute. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of moseying. And I'm like, Banthas are so slow. Just walk. It was a very linger. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's just very interesting. The stuff they're doing, the choices they're making, sometimes are very just incongruous too. Because it's like we've talked about why is he doing this, and it's like maybe he is trying to take it to give it back. Even though his like his personal family unit of Tuscan was destroyed, maybe it's like. I'll make sure this doesn't happen again. That's fine, I guess. But he's yeah. such a himbo. It's like, what would have been interesting, too, is if he already knew before any of this, he knew the Pikes were, like, setting up to take over. And he's like, right. it would be so cool for, like, to, to like take the mask off with Fennec and be like, oh, no, I know what I'm doing the whole time. Everything I'm doing, I'm purposely, right. I knew this was coming. I'm here to get in their way. And her, right. like, yeah. oh, like this whole I'm gonna be the daimyo thing is like no no I'm here to fuck their shit up, right? And it's like but right. he's not so it's like why? But instead he gets right, a dog. I, I, I... Like like this is the same ep the episode where this like beautiful unique interesting family unit is summarily executed to like mm -hmm. fuel his angst. He also gets a dog, and we're supposed to be like, oh, look at him with the big yeah. dog. Oh, okay. Right, and he, he like, and it's like, and he's the, like, doesn't care about the food. Yeah. No. And, you know, I guarantee you, they're going to tell us in very clear words later that this is why he wants to be major, major domo. But they're just peppering all this shit. It, like, if this was a story of how he, it's a more compelling story if present day, quote unquote, Boba. It is bad, right? Right. The fact that right. he's just sitting there eating, the fact that he's just there uh, in his hot tub, yeah. and he's not going faster, that's more compelling than what we're getting now. Because right now, we're just having to kind of be strung along, and as an audience, be like, well, yeah, most likely they're just going to tell us this later. Because, like, yeah. the flashbacks have to be about change. So you have to have either how I started out good and became bad... And this is very simplistic because, like, obviously you don't want to do, like, a pure, like, I was pure evil and now I'm pure good. Or right. how I started out bad and became good. But this is a flashback from right after someone decided to become good to now how they're still kind of good. Yeah. Like, like yeah, right. they, the change had already happened. Like, maybe and if he, maybe if before he, Maybe if there were more adventures between him escaping the Sarlacc and getting abducted by the Tuscans, like, he had other experiences where he behaved himself less well, <laughs> like, then mm -hmm. we would be like, oh, this is old Boba, but this is new Boba. But they're both, like, new Bobas. Right. They're just, like, baby new Boba and, like, now new Boba. And they appear <laughs> yeah. to be approaching the world in identical ways. There's, there's <laughs> new Boba and now sad new Boba. And yeah. Right. And the thing, too, is like we've said it before, 
Boba is, for all intensive purposes, uh, uh, a blank slate, right? right. Like, mm-hmm. sure, there's the stuff that Jane has told us about the CG Clone Wars, but it sounds like he's just a dirtbag teen yeah. that goes to jail. Yeah. Uh, and there's that's that's it. You know, like, I can say what I saw in Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, but I think I would even be lying to myself if it was deeper than he looked cool and have Jetpack. Right. Which, so it's already, like more or less a blank slate other than him, you know, as a kid. But, like, that's why they don't need to do all this work. We right. really should have... He was a villain! He's a bad guy, right? He <laughs> captured Han Solo! He's, yeah. He works for Jabba, who's a mm-hmm. bad guy, by the way. So they've already kind of did the, the quote-unquote uh, uh, a media PR by making him cool, because Darth Vader's cool, and we know he's right. bad. But we don't know anything about Boba, we just think he's cool, so they didn't have to really throw in I mean, all this other weird shit. It, it feels very... I don't know what's happening. It's a, it's a, a strange pasta of plots. He has one line in the original trilogy, and it's... No good to be dead, if, yeah, yeah, what if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. That's it. Um, which is pretty neutral. So, but, yeah, after <laughs> after fight with Chrysanthemum, they're having their feast, which I kind of like this moment, and I kind of want them to do more of this, where I need them to, where Fennec is, like, enjoying it, and she's, like, gnawing on, like, the mutton leg, mm-hmm. or the space yeah. mutton. And I want them to do better writing for her. Like I want, I want them to amplify her a little bit because he's so muted. Yeah, yes. he's yes. so even keel. I want them to give her a little more, and I think it fits because she's an assassin for hire, right? So she right, should like right. it, it. Would work for her character to be. She could still be like kind of cold and cool, but have a little more. I don't be a little more dynamic yeah. with her personality, yeah. right? And that's not her. Ming Not Wen can't do wrong. She's flawless. Like yeah, she's amazing, right? uh, but it's the writing could do better by her and make her more of a foil to him right now they're just the, her foil is you should do a murder and he's like i'm not going to do a murder right now she's like well you should really do a murder right now yeah. right it's like two different rogues having like a brood off and uh, <laughs> in the party and like uh. yeah it's like two strong silent types have yeah, exactly. dinner and it's like pretty quiet then we get a really weird scene because they're like oh he's talking like how do i respond to the huts da, da, da. and then you know 88 is like they're here <laughs> Yeah. Right. And they brought a gift. What? Okay. <laughs> and then. This I did like. I did like this. I, I like the scene, but a there's lot. a few things that are frustrating because it's like, why did you do this really cool reveal? Like, their reveal in the second episode is cool. Where, like, the, the drums don't, they're coming. Yeah. And then you have yeah. Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Like, oh, there's yep. these two huts. And they have this big litter. And they're like, we're the real shit. And also, cool as hell, like, bodyguard mercenary. And yeah. it's like, nah, yep. we're out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you're already kind of in a light tailspin for how right. weird this episode is. Yeah. Yeah. So even though you shouldn't be wondering how the fuck did they get there? Did they just mosey on from Mos Espa? Oh, God, did their litter carriers have to walk from Mos yeah, Espa all the way there? Yeah, take like a million years. But so <laughs> many things are just happening that you're like, why are they here? How'd that happen? Yeah. Is there is there like a parking lot we've literally never seen, even though there's a you thousand just tilt the camera like, just overhead slightly. shots? Yeah, yeah there's exactly. a whole landing pad with like tons of ships It's an underground it. parking garage yeah. that we never see. Why would we show you the parking just, garage? In terms like, of the characterization of the huts here... I actually found it very, very almost charming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they basically the the upshot of this is that they are so this is if we take them at face value, which weirdly I do feel inclined to do in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically at face value, the huts show up um with a a tribute for him and are basically like no hard feelings, um, but a uh, we don't like the mayor either. He promised our steak 
in this, you know, daimyo ship to um to the pikes. Um mm-hmm. and this this planet is too shitty for it to be worth it for us to fight <laughs> over it. So yeah. you can have this. We're gonna give you a gift basically so that if we ever run into each other again, um you don't like no hard feelings, but but peace yeah. out. Like it sucks yeah. here and we're leaving. <laughs> we're going back to the swamp. There is something like I feel like a lot of motivations when people talk about writing and stuff like that are so on the surface yeah and because i do get it that you do want to acknowledge it and so i think people are just like oh acknowledge it you mean put it all in there yeah. and you're like no it, there is like a like a percolation right. like a coffee like you can just give someone coffee grounds and a cup of water and you're like this is coffee and you're like technically correct <laughs> but like there is sort of like that human yeah. process of it and i feel like what the huts was great was that like i felt that where they didn't say it but they were just like we hate it here yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we, like no like straight their big extended familial syndicate basically made them like your cousin job like it's like yeah. their their the grandpa yeah. or their grand grandmother or whoever the yeah. matriarch right. is like go to tattoo like we don't want to go but it's your cousin's yeah. job it's part of the family go take it over and like fuck yeah i i hear what you're saying you want the next series on Disney Plus to be Succession, but with the Oh my god, that would be so good. Tim, I've never never wanted anything more in my fucking life. Uh, There it is. I want a hot Kendall Roy. I want an awkward Kendall Kendall Roy. And and I'll say this, same cast. Just (laughs) off season, get them to come in for a couple days, just go into a booth, it's COVID safe. Yeah. Get all yeah. the lines. Just as like get voice, out. Oh my! Like the cast of Succession doing voice yep. acting of like. No, yeah. I don't. Uh, voice acting's a good idea. I want them to actually put Be on in makeup. Like, yeah, put, like yes, walk please. around with big like uh, I don't know uh, uh, sacks. And yeah. look, it's like kind of walk around, like, yeah. be like cool guys. It could be the first, like when they first shot like Star Wars. So it's just like the I man want in the a... giant coat. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like a the original Star Wars hot. cousin Greg so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're gonna get a cousin Greg in the show. Yeah. So I, I just feel like, well, a we got to see the the rodent sweat mop again, oh, yes. which yes. like yes. what a treat! What what mm-hmm. a, a treat for the for the senses. Um, but also, like, it, I felt the same way, Omar, where it was, like, they didn't say it, but, like, they they almost, like, they seemed like they wanted to talk to somebody about how much it sucked here. Like, that, yes. that was the primary reason that they came, was that, like, like you're, you're kind, we haven't been here long, but, like, you are a nemesis while we were here. Um, we're leaving because it sucks. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, so... and, the, and the girl boss hut talked more, so there was sort of like a sort of like, oh, thank God, I can finally talk to you about how much. It's yes, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you agree? It's shitty because they can't right? say it and to I... anybody else because they'll be mad at them. But but you guys actually bring up two very very or one huge really good point is we're constantly told tattooing sucks. Yeah, why does this show matter? Yeah, other than Boba Cool, tattooing is what the most popular planet in Star Wars. Dumb is that probably true? Yeah, know. honestly, <laughs> if you pull someone off the street, suppo- like Coruscant is like all over the place, but that's probably like if you if you grab little, like, like if you if you're walking around maybe not Galaxy's Edge, but if you're in Tomorrowland <laughs> outside of Star Tours, right, and right. you just like pull like you just bump into someone on the line, and granted, like everyone's Star Wars nerds, yeah, but yeah. if you were like, hey, what planet do you think we're gonna go to, right? I, I feel like. You can, I think you could put money on the fact that someone will say Tatooine. Yeah. The other ones, 
a little bit of a toss up. You right. know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. Jakku just because of the films, but like True. I feel like in general, if you just like bumped into someone like at Trader Joe's and you're just like, "What's a Star Wars planet?" Ta- that would be what it would say. Yeah, it would so be Tatooine. Right? I'd be cool if this sh- this series ended Dick with Tatooine blowing up. That'd be fine. I mean, no more. Well, especially because that would include like a time travel paradox, which is <laughs> exciting. Dude, oh, dude. No. <laughs> yeah, if they go in glorious bastards and like <laughs> kill baby Kylo Ren or something, like what the fuck just happened? There's a moment in this scene though that's like it just looks it just looks weird. It's looks awkward and funny and unnatural is when they let Chris Anton go and he runs his like awkward run away. Oh my god, <laughs> he just dude. Runs off yes. camera. This gave me big bad scripting in a video game where like an NPC is like running through your cutscene yeah, because yes. they're supposed to go over there. <laughs> yeah, Which, I really hope he shows up again. I'm surprised he didn't he offer him to. work like he did the teens. So I think we're supposed to assume he was going to do that, and so he's going to show up and do something cool later. Yeah, I think I don't know. He's such a cool-looking guy on screen that even though it would be technically more interesting to Zig left, they shouldn't. They should recruit him because yeah. he rocks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which they keep talking about things are bad. I don't think these two huts are very good at at their crime no, business no, because no, no. they basically. No. Maybe they showed up. They they spent. I'm assuming it cost money to travel right. through space and time. You know what I mean, like fuel and stuff to. like that. So, and they come here and they lay claim and they have super cool, badass, probably not cheap mercenary bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like this is ours. So not only do they lose badass, expensive bodyguard, but then they give Rancor, which I'm sure is also probably not a cheap. So basically, it's like saying. I'm going. I'm coming from New York to Chicago to take over this territory, and I'm coming with my cool bodyguard. Not only did I not take over the territory, I lost my cool bodyguard. And let me give you this Rolex off my wrist to yeah. buy him out. Yeah. Like this, like, yeah. like I don't think you're actually good at your job. Yeah, like, I, 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 he's basically like, keep that dude too. Some slavery. It, it yeah. doesn't seem like they decide. Like they, the, like they decided to come here. Like they were like throwing their hat in the ring. It does feel like they were given it to like cut their teeth on it, mm-hmm. and yeah. then they were probably told yeah. to leave. And they're like, yeah. It's absolutely, we were told we were supposed to have this. I didn't know I wanted it before, but now that you say that someone else took it over, I'm mad. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, it's actually very, like, wealthy family. Right. Yeah. When it's boiled down, where it's like, oh, actually, mummy daddy asked us to come over here. And I know that this is going to be, like, a huge, like, gouge in a budget somewhere. <laughs> we don't care. Right, We, yeah. <laughs> we bathe ourselves in mice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> I just piss and shit on my sister who also pisses and shits on me. <laughs> I think about that stuff all the time about like hot hygiene and they're just like so they're just like wrapped around each other and just like they just go. They have to go, like two have to go potty, they just go. <laughs> Which Where's I like- their holes? Maybe the litter has maybe the litter has holes in it, so like it's uh, like so elephants oh. at the zoo, you just have like Where's their yeah, you don't want to be the guy holding the back end of the litter. Like that's what you do when you fuck. I'm up. sorry, I wasn't ready for Tim's. <laughs> Where's their holes? Question. <laughs> Where's uh, their cloaca? I'm gonna Google it. I'm on Wikipedia. Let's see what's up. So I like how the restraint that we haven't even talked about. We mentioned do they have a gift? It's a rancor, but who's the the, yeah. the rancor tender? Is Danny Trejo. Can we talk about this? Because I feel bad. Because I don't. I guess I just think Danny Trejo is a cartoon character now, <laughs> and I, I that's not fair to Danny Trejo because he's uh, he's in a, a ton of great properties. You know, um, uh, the uh, what was it uh, the with uh, Antonio Banderas as Desperado or what is it called? Where um, uh, mm-hmm. he's in those films. I loved them. Yeah. Uh, 
but I can't remember the names of them because there's two of them and I think they're only vaguely related uh, or whatever. But he's really great in those. He's been great in a lot of other things, but maybe it's like the Magic the Gathering commercials he's in now. Maybe like the character he plays in Breaking Bad. I was just, I was like, of course it's Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I, that's probably more of a me thing and a society thing, but I just didn't respect it. And that, I don't, I don't, I, I'm probably wrong. Maybe not fair to a, a working actor trying to get paid. I was just kind of, he kinda also might just want to be in were. Star Wars. Very true. Right. That's what's so like Daniel Craig is a stormtrooper, And when it <laughs> became, when it was, I was like, oh, I wonder which one he is. And then when I found out, every time I watch that scene in episode seven, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Daniel Craig. Like, that's so, oh, my gosh, that that is actor Daniel Craig. That's not a stormtrooper. That's Daniel Craig. (laughs) And so when Trejo showed up, it was just like, oh, Trejo. And yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> it's like this track. Like, like weirdly, I was yeah. like, Danny yeah, Trejo. Yeah, makes perfect sense. I feel like his character name should just be Danny Trejo. Yeah, like he's yeah. like he just yeah. It's actually it, no, no, no. This actually is Danny Trejo from Earth, who is it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if there was another. Yeah, if there he's was like, a human can being. Can you watch over this? We are doing. Yeah, a third there's machete, probably some so. apostrophes <laughs> in it because it's Star Wars, so it's like Danny. Yeah, but, yeah it's Danny Trejo. Um, yeah, and I, I hope he's not. I, I assume he's going to be in more episodes. And, yeah, he's got to teach Boba how to ride it, the Rancor, because yeah, he's going to oh ride God. a Rancor. <laughs> Even though this is, like, one of the weirdest scenes in the show of nonstop wall-to-wall weird scenes, like, who is this character? Who is this Boba Fett? Listen, Where's, who is I can Where did see the from? writers, what they're doing already, and they're really going to pat themselves. They think they're very clever, and they're going to pat themselves on the back, because they set I'm, up in the first two episodes all those gags about... Where's your litter? Didn't see your litter. Didn't see your litter. Yeah. Dude. And then oh, he's going to show, he's going to ride into Moss Espa in a future episode on the Rancor and be like, <laughs> now that's a litter or something. Yeah. You know, no, you're at, I didn't think yeah, about no, that it's and true. you're right. And thank God there's only four more that, episodes. I mean, that, that is a very cool crime boss move. And I think it'll be extremely good um, to see him riding a Rancor and everyone else just shitting their pants. Um, but there is also part of me that feels like this was just love at first sight he was like oh it's a baby yeah he doesn't even know it's a baby he just like like the the thing is that they the so i guess the new lore is that like young rancors are had their eyes covered because they imprint on the first humanoid they see but like he clearly imprinted on it he was like that is my pet and my friend and my car i Love Even him. though I just mess met him, I will kill myself and all of you if anything bad happens. <laughs> yeah, like like it's, it it really does feel like the the like divorced retired dad who got a yeah. dog after not letting anyone have a dog. Like yeah, yeah. Thank God, Omar, you brought that up. I don't know what we how our toilet bowl brains would have been swirling around trying to justify this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. Yeah. Okay, all right. My brain just had a bad thought because they're. Tr- <laughs> oh, I don't. Even, I don't know. Whatever. They're. They're talking. They're giving the emotional backstory and the emotional depth of the rancor the exact fucking way they did to the tusk. I know that's so, the thing I the wanted to bring happening? up. That they. That they're like. They're doing the same like quote unquote remediation of yeah. like right. something that was presented as one note before is actually yes. like nuanced and nice which would hit better for the rancors if they hadn't just done this for people <laughs> who they yeah. then killed yeah <laughs> yeah and if rancors weren't the like every video every star wars video game 
there's like two versions. You either have to have the Hoth like level, mm-hmm. or you're something different, and you have to have a Rancor in there. Yeah. And sometimes you have to have both, right? Yeah. So like. I've played a ton of uh, uh, non-canonical Star Wars games where some weird version of a Rancor shows up because they have to do it. So Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of quote-unquote baggage, but like it's a phrase I I say a lot in context with modern media, which I feel uh, 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 makes the idiom all the more true. It's like you don't know what have your cake and eat it too means until you watch the disneyification of everything <laughs> they want to have their their star wars reference and that's the cake and they want to eat it too by showing you that's different and yada yada it's like you can't you can't have burping frog guy in and apparently a boromar monk in front and then try to expect me to come over here and i don't be appreciate like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the use of the word apparently there tim <laughs> <laughs> apparently uh and then he's like oh no rankers are different actually but they did say which is a daphomir and i like that so all is forgiven good show five stars mm-hmm. uh definitely definitely emotionally recolors the death of the original rancor doesn't it like it, <laughs> well that like, hander was very sad yeah. he's so, so you know. gutted and you are like oh but now i'm just like oh that was that was a trejo you know what i mean like i'm just like oh <laughs> yeah. no that's no. he's really upset that he didn't get to imprint on the, the Rancor. Okay, that's a very good point. And I There's was very confused. It, my lore is that Danny went into this knowing he, it wasn't going to imprint on him, but he's so good mm-hmm. with Rancors that he doesn't need to. So he's <sighs> he's done this a dozen times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He goes to some shitbag's rich house. He stands off to the left. He's like, all right, take the blindfold off. And then he's still able to brush the Rancor's teeth and things like right. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's 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 not like a, a chemical what, ball. What I, I appreciated... Getting... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I just appreciated him saying feed it a Ronto for you to hold Ronto uh, carcass. Well, tell me why. What the fuck does that mean? Well, because uh, <laughs> which I'm going to eat one in a couple of days here, Tim. Because Ooh. in in Galaxy's Edge, or Star Wars, and Disney World, you can get a Ronto wrap, and it's very good and delicious. It's basically just like a spicy sausage in a pita with like slaw. It's very Ooh. good. Is Ronto a creature? Yes. I'm Google. Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'll I, Google for it. What I was getting from Danny Trejo in this was that like. Yes, exactly like you said, Tim. He's done this a, a number of times. He's like a like a corporate rancor sort of handler, tamer, whatever. Mill. This is his job. But also, he seemed to be like, oh, I actually like these two together. This is gonna be like this is yeah. gonna be like a not shitty gig because like I have yeah. I have never seen a rich guy I was working for actually literally fall in love with this like right with this. He's always like, all right, we can do this tomorrow, and he's like, no, we'll do it now. He's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He showed up at this guy's mansion, and the guy was just like, "Oh, by the way, I used to be a ranch hand." And he was like, "Oh, oh my dude." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. I was worried that you're gonna be some like you know weirdo that just like hates animals. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's, take, let's get. Yeah. This we off. can. We can hang <laughs> out. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, before he can get, just have lots, you know, get into playing fetch and stuff with his new puppy. Yep. He hears back. Up. Oh, well, the mayor doesn't want to see you. Which again, big surprise! Like, and that's where the episode ends. No. <laughs> so, well, we can go fast here because we talked about it. We've alluded to it many, many times. But so they go. We have uh, again. We get the the very awkward scene of them strolling, walking so slow with the hover, yeah, the Vespas yeah. like at idle speed uh, behind God. them. Like, God, yeah, yeah. This is Boba Fett, a guy that ensorcelled. Uh, generations by being on screen for nine seconds and here he is with a vespa game <laughs> and we're supposed to be like oh f- 
fuck? Oh lord, Boba coming! No, you spit on my action, my Boba action figures. You spit on my Boba fet on my 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 bed sheets. How dare you? Um, he yes, we go in again. Our favorite, one of our favorite characters of the show, the Major Domo, and and again, front desk bureaucrat. Who's a lot? Of, who's very fun, but uh, again, Boba, such a dum dum. When he does, which I love the acting. I was like, oh sure, you know what? I've been able to rearrange some stuff because Fennec decides. You know, again, Fennec plays the same card that Fennec always plays, which is I'm gonna do a murder on you. Yep. And again, I still need Boba at one point to turn to her. Like that's your solution to everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I've been able to rearrange some stuff. How do you let him go through that door without you? I, everyone in this town is like, oh, this dude's not great at this. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to any establishment, and they're just like, you know that that's not who hired the assassins, right? And he goes, oh, really? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And every single like NPC is just like, oh, he's not keeping track of the thread. Okay. And I do feel like this was a moment where he was just like, I'm pretty sure I can just get away with this. Right. Like, let me go uh, behind yeah. the door and then close it. And goes like that worked. <laughs> right. Go. He, and then he, he gets the in his excuse. Lexus and drives away. Yeah. Right. He had the best. Oh, that scene. It was bad. And he has the best excuse. He's not here. Here, I'll show you. Yeah. Uh, instead, yeah. he scuttles away. Just open the from... door. Like, look, he's not there. But also, uh, <laughs> I do to your in... point, Omar. In the last episode too, Garza has a very like. Oh, honey, like yeah. moment with him, like, oh, sweetie, yes. oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah, how do you let him just walk into the back? And then the chase, we don't have to talk about the chase is not great. It, it's, there's, it could have been the dumb Vespas, they're cyborgs. Boba has a jetpack. You know what would be cool? If like the teens just had like jetpack boots or something, like, yes. I don't know, or like built in, mm-hmm. and, like, they can, like and then they do like a jetpack chase of his speeder. <laughs> through. Just, but, just right. And he, and he catches up with them with a jetpack and like, what was the point of this? Yes, what was the point of Chase? <laughs> and again, how do you have him crash through fruit stand and it's just random orange gourds? How is it not black watermelons? The the watermelons <laughs> all over him and Boba like comes up and like pulls his helmet off and like takes a drink of one menacingly and then asks him. Like you, you're missing cool moments that you True. could have. He should have done something supremely weird and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, and that's a shame. And even our good friend, the Major Domo, um, uh, wasn't good in this part because yeah. there's no dialogue there's no noise it was the reverse of when they accidentally released the uh the trailer for the mummy, the mummy. only <laughs> tom cruise's gasps except for the they they forgot to put in him going oh jesus christ oh fuck my goose it's good. it was the most soul it's it's the worst chase i think i've ever seen in a movie yeah. uh uh which is saying something i think i don't know because uh, it lacked any soul to it. It, 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 you, it, it's predominantly characters that they're taking a risk on by throwing a lot of themes and colors yeah. at them. Um, and it, it's doo doo. He gives the most unsurprising reveal: the Pikes. It's the Pike Syndicate that yeah. is moving in. Uh, almost like what? I did not uh, see that coming. Uh, but they wear masks, though. <laughs> it's like, but also, I was, I was like, I, but also, I was, I was focused on this wordle the whole time I was watching the episode, yeah. so I wasn't. Um, yeah. Just because we do get the earlier bit where 
they they talk about okay bib sucked at his job so while he was whatever he was there are three different groups that sort of take control over this and now they're they're tentatively just dealing with you whatever but the mayor did not send that assassin which is so weird because last episode it was like oh duh the mayor's lying to you but like he didn't so it's just an odd Yes. You know, I'm all about, like like I said before, going against expectation right. and keeping a mystery. But it's like, it's, it's very awkwardly handled where I can't quite celebrate the zigging when they when, when they I assume that they're going to zag type situation. <laughs> and then the reveal of the Pikes is kind of, I mean, it's then we just have, I mean, it's over at that point. It's basically uh, Cyborg Eye guy. Um, who Tim? I think he was in the 100. He had a small role in the 100 in the later season. Yeah, no, he definitely looked familiar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. He uh, he's their spy. He was with he's their rogue. He was, I think he was the one who was with the prisoner colony ship, who wasn't really with them. But then, oh he, yeah, he's he, the doctor, the doctor slash mechanic guy. He it's like a big transport vessel, and then a bunch of like pikes and their helmets step off. And then he sends word back to Boba. And it's, I like the whole thing. is like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, they have very distinct helmets. Like, it's their, <laughs> right. It's, here's a video it's just of like, it. Like, it's just like his, 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 my planet has water that I'm from was, has water on it. Yeah. Why? You know that you don't have to put these lines in the show. Right. Again. Like, I will always defend a four minute long scene when you're walking in the desert or on a bantha. That rules. Yeah. <laughs> but why put this in here? And then again, he has a thing, keep an eye out. And that would actually have been cool if they did it and you just kind of let that hang. And you just like trades right. a glance with Fennec. Like, yes. Like a, and it's like, but then he has to do the, it's an express. Like, no, right? no. Who gives a stop, fuck? Stop. <laughs> Less is, like, you, you yeah. did the thing. That's like, let it hang. Oh, so it's okay to their, be uncomfortable. Their, like, like, so, so one of the issues with their ruling of Tatooine right now is that they don't have anyone who leaves and comes back and tells them what's happening. <laughs> like, they have no information. So, like, I understand why they would want to have a character who is, like, keeping an eye on things and, right. you know, uh, keeping an ear to the ground or whatever other cyborg carts they have. But they perhaps should not have a signature red scooter. Like, him <laughs> very, coming very away from his, from his <laughs> For, like, very yeah. sneaky listening on a red scooter is, like, what are you yeah. doing? But it's but it's also like I'm a spy. I'm in the airport Jamba Juice. It's <laughs> like they're here. He's, yeah. a, he's a spy yeah. the same way James Bond is a spy, where it's like everyone, <laughs> the world's most famous spy, which means you're not a very good spy. Like it's yeah. just like in in a world yeah. where you have <laughs> done spy characters like Cashin, like you mm. can't also have. Right, <laughs> like, like you can't do this while you are just choosing to give him a scooter that is right instead. Like, why? Like, yeah. I parked it a block away. <laughs> right, it's fine. No, I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I, I, I only have so much trust for the Disney. I will keep up my, um, my, my uh, decent. Uh, assumptions based off the Mandos um, and your Fellinis and, and your Fevros and things like that. But yeah, I don't, I'm a, it really feels like they just made this show to make the show. They had no plan for it other than Boba Cool. And we <laughs> talked about this in, in The Mandalorian before. Everyone was like, don't make a Boba Fett show. He's nothing. So they mm-hmm. made Mandalorian and Mandalorian was good. So like, see, we can do it. And so far, they can't. I mean, like you said before, Pat. Yeah, there. It, it's not boring. But that being said, 
a lot of things aren't boring, you know, but <laughs> that's, but I don't know. It's, it's very weird. Uh, I don't want to necessarily defend a Disney show, but I also want to make sure that I don't go full doomer and, yeah. and, and resent it. Right. I, but, I mean, uh, I'm not turned off. So there were a couple of things in this episode that I found incredibly like either socially or aesthetically offensive <laughs> um, and that, that ca- caused me to have some doubt about whether they can do this show well. Yeah. That being said, like the first two episodes I did enjoy um, this episode. There were parts of it. I enjoyed. I just, I hope that they, I hope that they don't fall into the pattern that they fell into with the prequels where they became mm. convinced that they can do no wrong and they stopped yes, being yes. thoughtful about their yes, choices. Right. It feels a little bit like after Mando, which was very, very cool and interesting and good. It had like its fault backs, but overall I think they've been very successful with that show. I'm worried that they are starting to think about this as like, oh, we can just phone it in. Like anything yeah, we right. do here is gonna be good because we came up with it, so it must be good. Yeah. And it's like that's not true. Yeah. You can still well, whiff it. Yes, but there is the horror show of nowadays where it might be true. It, they it probably doesn't matter if it's good because right. you know it's just content nowadays. Right. And you know I say it a lot. Uh, uh, if we're gonna live in this corporate hellscape, we need good circuses and we need good bread. Um, I, I am definitely part of the problem, uh, because I'll, I'll watch any shitty shit they shit out. Uh, and so far, and you know, it's not bad and Mandalorian wasn't bad and Hawkeye wasn't bad and whatever, uh, it wasn't bad, but for Boba so far, the first two episodes were not a, a knockout. They're like, Oh, okay. We'll see where this is going. And episode three, which is important, uh, was not great yeah so it, it does make you be like uh what is what what is the the roadmap right. for the rest of this little thing what a journey this yeah this episode was it's still fun to Let's talk see. about man right yeah. it's almost more fun to talk about because that's, that's why season two of mandalorian sometimes was like i guess this was good i think <laughs> I, I liked it it was good but it was like, and yeah. this is why i'm like i think the breakout hit of the episode is the teens so much of the other stuff you're just like ah oh, this is and like the insane? teens everyone's like you know my feelings aren't hurt about the teens <laughs> 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 they came in they were the skittle daleks and everyone was just like the what <laughs> 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 they, they just they, they were such an interesting splash of old george lucas and when i say that i don't mean star wars folks i mean like when yeah. he was like i'm gonna go make movies up in like pleasanton right, in right, the right, Bay right, Area. right. <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know let's (laughs) (laughs) what a great summation you know it's perfect i don't know man i i'm gonna echo omar said i really enjoyed talking about this with you all and again i wasn't bored watching it and whether this you know even though there's a lot of things that were bad i'll tell you one thing I eagerly uh, anticipate the next episode because I'm like, I, oh, yeah. I'm actually really interested to see what the fuck they're going to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Weirdly, I'm more into it. Yeah. Now, especially after talking to you guys. <laughs> the teens are here now. What, what are the teens, what are the teens, are teens gonna do? 
Yeah. What was the what was the gang we had again? Oh, that's right. The moisture mongers. The moisture mongers. Uh, now I really regret hearkening back to that. Stay reference. wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for taking a, a chunk of your day out to uh, record. Uh, do let's go through and do some plugs. Oh, I'll start with you. Uh, hey everybody, I'm Omar. You can find me at Omar Najam and on Twitter, uh, that is. And I am on Sundays. You can find me on the show Power Play on Q Times, Twitch, uh, and then every so often. I don't know. Uh, is is there a way to access the thing that we did together, uh, Tim and Pat? That's a great question. Uh, that's the question for Tim. Uh, the holiday is it on? It should still be on Twitch, but I, I, I guess I could export it if it's still there. Do it. Uh, if you want me to. But we did. But we had a good time. We celebrated the holidays together. And boy, that was like a bunch of like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And it came together in the end <laughs> so well. So that is the optimism yes. I'm trying to ride into 2022 with. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's... Definitely. Well, thanks so much. Uh, Pat, how about yourself? Hey, I am at the Pat Edwards everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, my website. Um, I feel like... T- if you're listening to the show, you probably are familiar with the stuff we do. In case this is the only thing you consume of with of me, um, I'm a writer. I have a novel series, Space Tripping. There's two books out in that right now. And I also do write for D&D publications. I wrote a, co-wrote a big uh, epic 5e campaign called The Red Opera. If you just go to thepetedwards.com, you can see the stuff I have worked on. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us, buddy. Tight. Uh, uh, Jane, do you have anything? Yeah. Um, so I, uh, my friend and I, some time ago, before the sequel trilogy came out, um, came up with a watch list for the animated Star Wars uh, series, uh, The Clone Wars. So it's uh, clonewars.watch. We cut out about half of the overall runtime, cut out a lot of the lows, a lot of the uh, Jar Jar and tried to rearrange some stuff to have a, a nice coherent watching list. Um, I'm also just kind of in the mix in, in Geekly content. Um, but uh, yeah, if GeeklyCon, uh, next time GeeklyCon happens, uh, look at the event schedule because I run RPGs. Uh, so join me for an RPG at GeeklyCon. Please let oh, it happen yeah. this year. Please. Please. <laughs> We, we went to two cons this year and none of us got covid yeah. from the con <laughs> yeah uh, so maybe by that i don't know we might just i'm just stuff <laughs> uh you can follow me on twitter at tim lanning and uh uh all sorts of rad things that i do i will be tweeting about like the start of our second campaign of greetings adventurers after nine years where you're finally starting at level one again and by the time this episode comes out, it will either have just started or start in the next couple of days. I don't know when we're releasing this episode. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for um, joining us. Until next time, I don't think we have a sign-off for uh, Book of Boba Fett yet. <laughs> I did may never leave this podcast, but that doesn't really fit for this one. What's a good line? I think the trailer hey. from this one is <laughs> Oh, I got wet, it. I got it. I got stay it. wet. Hey, hey, buddies, buddies. <laughs> don't work for Skug Holes. Yeah. <laughs> don't work for stuck holes. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, they, they said ding shar it. All right, bye! Hum, da dum, hum, da dum, hum, dum, dum.